Yo, Shout Out Podcast. I'm back again online. Um, to be honest, the only reason why we didn't do it with the whole gang is because I didn't, um, yeah, I didn't sort it out in time. But everyone's back next week. But for this week, um, wait, before we do that, keep liking, subscribing, and sharing. Um, those of you who watch this on the YouTube, you're going to notice that the YouTube's going to look a lot cleaner, a lot more cleaner. It's, it's going to look cleaner, whichever the English is. So, um, yeah, so moving forward, hopefully things should just start picking up. Um, keep liking, subscribing, and sharing, as I said. Hashtag counterattack podcast. We're going to keep the guests coming as the season draws to a close. Yeah. So today I've got um, Blackburn captain, Elliot Bennett on. Um, just going to see what, see what he's up to, to be honest. You know what it's like, normal podcast. So, um, yeah, let me just get him in now. I feel like I've not done this in ages. Man. Yes, yes. Yo, what's happening? Nothing, we're live, so. Cool. Yeah, yeah so if you say anything from this point forward, it's, it's, it's out on. in the world. Yeah, it's, it's out <laughs> in the world. So if you wanna if you wanna cuss, you know, Bradley or anything, just let me know and um, Yeah, nah, we'll get we'll get on to him. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll do we'll do that later. Man. But yeah, <laughs> how's how's it being back, man? Yeah, it's good, you know. Um obviously long the break was long that like we broke up on a I think day before a Bristol City game. Mm. The guy's like, Oh, I'll have the weekend off, see you Monday and then twelve weeks later we're back in. So it's a crazy time but Obviously, it's crazy for everyone. So um, now to get back, really, even though it's not normal because there's no fans, it's just playing football again and it back to work, really, rather than just staying at home and playing daddy daycare and do you know what I mean, just being a running around with the kids. What's it been like for you now? Because obviously, you probably never spent this much time home when you've not been injured. So what's what's it been like for you? No, do you know what? Like, I tried to make a positive out of it, really, because obviously, like you said, you don't get that time, really, with football. Obviously, you get the six weeks break in the summer, uh, but you're normally, like, going on holiday and going to see everyone that you ain't seen during the season, whereas that, that like, just pure lockdown, stay at home with the family. Um, I enjoyed it, you know, just, just being around the kids, just seeing them grow every day, which, obviously, like, not being at home all the time, you miss out on a lot of things. So, yeah, I really enjoyed being around, around the family, to be honest. Okay, but tell the truth, you much prefer to be on the pitch of it. <laughs> Listen, you know women, right? Honestly, <laughs> they deserve a medal, you know, the patience of a saint. Because I, some of the days were testing. You mm. know, when the weather wasn't good, the weather was yeah. good for a long time. But it was all right going outside, playing with them and that. But then, you know, when the weather's bad and it's raining, you've got a wet play mm. day. Nah, yeah. it's no good, you know. House turned upside down, turned into a cleaner, nanny, all kinds of things. I didn't, mm. I didn't enjoy that, but now, nah, yeah, being back at football, just, that's just what all I've known really for a long time. So, enjoyed yeah. being back. Has it been weird for you with the whole no crowd thing? Yeah, like, I, listen, like, we had to come back and finish the season. I prefer to do it this way than what they did in like League One and Two. Um, but yeah, I don't, I'm not enjoy, I don't enjoy the playing with no fans. I think everyone knows, you know what I mean? Football is nothing without a crowd and, it's just even if it's just abuse when you go to away grounds, you know, I, I thrive off it, I enjoy it, mm. and um, yeah, it's uh, 
it's, I can't wait for it just to get back to some kind of normal and fans are allowed back, to be honest. Yeah, even even so, with with like you being back with no crowd and everything, don't you still, obviously, it's got to be done, you know, safety yeah. and everything. But don't you look at it sometimes, even at this point, and you see that the subs are still sitting far away from each other, you know, um, don't they just look at it and just think, what, what's, what's the point now? Yeah, it's, that's the sort. That's the side of it I don't really understand because we're playing on the pitch together, we're training together, mm. so sitting down next to each other on a on a normal bench would just be. Well, I guess it's more just for like the perception how it looks. Mm. You know what I mean, like the government can't be saying social distance and then we're all sat all right next to each other. So I get I get it from that point, but I yeah I'm I'm like done with it in terms of football terms in terms all that. All this, mm. all the protocols. Like, I, I, I can't wait for it just to get back to to normal. To be honest, but um, listen, we have to. I prefer to finish the season this way. Like I said, like I think the League One and Two, the way it finished, I think you know, great for some teams, but you know, not so good for others. And at least we're getting to play it out on the pitch, and it's, it's everyone's in the same boat. Yeah, and very briefly, you had your own your own little scare, didn't you? Where you tested, you tested positive. How much of a surprise was that for you? It was mad. It was mad because obviously, I'm just like anyone else. You watch the news, media, and that, and everything's kind of was doom and gloom. Like you get coronavirus, you're in hospital, you're on a ventilator, and I'm thinking, <laughs> oh, they're ill. Do you know what I mean? Like that's bad. Like then that can happen to some people. So when I went into trade, I got to the training ground, and the guy goes, "Nah, you gotta go home." I'm like, "What do you mean I gotta go home? I just got it." He goes, "Nah, mm-hmm. tested positive." I said, "How can I test positive? I tested negative Friday." He says, "Nah, you positive." I said. But I don't, I feel fine. He goes, yeah, like, this is just one of them things. And I was just like, so I had to go home, stay at home for 10 days. And then obviously it all come out that I had it. I'm getting messages from loads of people, random people. Oh, get well soon. I'm like, get well soon. I'm, I felt like a fraud, you know. Mm. I, honestly, I felt like a, I was like saying to people, like, I feel fine. There's nothing wrong with me. I, ge- mm. I genuinely had no symptoms whatsoever. So, um, yeah, I think the media kind of thing was scaring people that know me a bit more you know about people think you get really really ill everyone but obviously I was lucky really I, I was yeah absolutely fine what's that like because even though you're a professional footballer and you know that certain players are just in the media more than others as a as as players but now all of a sudden because of this you're in the you're in the media was it something that you knew was going to happen or did it come as a, as a surprise now, nah, do you know what? Because obviously, most of the time, some of the other players, they didn't come out. So, I just thought it was not... No, I didn't mind. Like, they were club was a bit like, oh, do you want your name, mate? And I was just like, why not? Like, people are just mm. going to speculate about who it is anyway. I feel fine. I'm not ill. And I think, um, as I said before, like, with the media, everything was very, like, doom and gloom. And if you get it, you're going to, like, you're going to be in hospital. And I just thought, I didn't even know that you wouldn't be in hospital if you had it. Do you know what I mean? So, I was just thinking, mm. like... I feel fine, so I think it's important that people know that you can still have coronavirus but feel, do you know what I mean, oh. absolutely fine. Um, I think the hardest thing for me more was coming home from training, like explaining to my missus, like, oh, look, I've tested positive. And then we're all panicking, like, oh, what should I do? Where can I go? Like, should I not mm. come home? And I'm thinking, but where can you go? Like, everything yeah. was locked down. There's no hotels. What was I? I had nowhere else to go. And then the doc's like, oh, can you not just stay in a different room? I'm like... How do you expect me to stay at home for 10 days? I've got two three-year-olds in a different room and never and not see them. It's impossible. Mm-hmm. So I just, we just got, just kind of got on with it, really. And 
because I didn't feel any symptoms, I was fine. It was it was all right to be fair. Yeah, and you know, good thing is you're all you're all good. You're all back, back and well, and um, yeah, ready to play football, or you've been playing football. So you are Blackburn captain. For those that don't know, what was yeah. it like when um, when when your gaffer turned around to you and said, "You know, we're going to give you the armband now." Yeah, it's a massive honour. So it was um, before the Fulham away game. So uh, the normal captain or the captain that's been at the club since I've been here is Charlie Mulgrew. Mm. Um, he was going out on loan, um, not featuring for the, under the manager. And uh, yeah, he just called me and said, "Look, I, I like I like the way you are. The lads have got respect for you, and I wanna I wanna make you captain." And I was just honoured, really, just to to get that from the manager really and to know that the lads have got my back I think it's a, it's a like a, it's a real proud moment in my career to to have had that faith put in me mm. was it was it something that the players turned around and just probably looked at and just thought you were the natural choice do you reckon I think no I, I don't know like because we've got some a good few leaders really in the in the club but I think when Charlie never played last year Gaffer tended to give me the armband so I think it was kind of more of like a Mm. people kind of would have thought well why would he give it him last year and not this year um, but yeah like for me I was I'm, I'm proud to play for this football club and uh, I've got a lot of respect for all the lads I love the lads and you know I think I, I, I'd like to think I'd do my best for the, for the, for the group whenever that what, is whether I'm playing or not playing What benefits come with being with being their, um, with being their captain? Nah I realise none <laughs> <laughs> Other than, your, other than your own personal pride, none, because you get asked by the lads, go and, go and ask the gaffer, see if we can get a day off. Then you get asked by the gaffer, do the lads need anything? And obviously with the whole coronavirus thing, we, we took um, wage deferral for three months mm. as, a, as a group. And I spent hours, hours upon hours. The sun's baking outside, my kids are running around and I'm sat inside on, on Zoom to the manager, the chief exec. And... I started to think then, like these, these are. I didn't get told this bit when I when I mm. when I was um, like taking the role. So, but now, like, look, it's just all part of it, really. Just being involved, like you're kind of being trying to be the link between the gaffer and and the lads. Yeah, um, I heard it was because like I heard you got the armband because you're the like busiest, apparently. <laughs> so- <laughs> hey. You know what? It's probably right, you know. It's probably right. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah, I, I was speaking to um, to Bradley last week, actually. Um, and I think you like, had like a team meeting or something. Um, you know what day I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he had a team meeting. And then um, and he's come out and he said, oh, it was, we were just in there long. We were in there long today, blah, blah, blah. And then um, I said, oh, who's the one that would like in your meetings, ask the most questions, did it? And he was just like, "Oh yeah, Ben or straight." <laughs> <laughs> hey, I like to know. Hey, I like to know everything. You know, mm. if I if I don't know the answer, I need to try and find out. I need to try and find out. So yeah, I I take that. I am the I, I am the busiest. Yeah, yeah, I will take it. Yeah, you're you're like the Blackburn version of parched. So, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. So let's talk about football, man. Um, your season. I mean, you guys lost to Millwall, sorry to say. Yeah. But um, and that basically, I don't know if you thought playoffs were a no-no before then, but that's basically kind of ended it for you guys. So, um, what was the overall atmosphere like um, in the club when you realised that it wasn't going to happen? 
in regards to playoffs. Just dis- just disappointment, to be honest, because uh, obviously I don't think anyone outside of the club would have had us down as getting in the playoffs. Um, mm-hmm. But as a group, we believe in ourselves. And, um, you know, that was the goal, really, to see if we could, you know, get into the playoffs, really. Because then once you're in, you never know what can happen. Mm. Um, as Wickham have showed as well, like, do you know what I mean? Like, no one would have expected them to be anywhere near it. And they've gone and done, like, what seemed impossible, to be fair. So, yeah, it was something we wanted to do. Obviously, disappointed that we haven't made it. But, you know, like, it's, it's that's football. You, someone's got to miss out. And unfortunately for us this year, we just weren't, you know, quite good enough. Yeah, but before you guys actually came back, though, was there a real feeling within the camp that, guys, we can actually do this? Or was it just like, you know yeah. what, let's just play and just see, just see where it takes us? Nah, I think we had, a, yeah, we did have a strong belief. And then we beat Bristol in the first game back and it was like, I think we were a point outside. And you're thinking, mm. like, once you get that close, you're thinking we've got a chance here. And then we played two away games against Wigan and Barnsley and we lost both of them. Um, mm. And then you're thinking... It's a long way back from here. We beat Cardiff, drew West Brom, and then you're thinking, right, if we can, if we can win the next three games, you, yes. you might sneak in. Obviously, you need results to go your way. And obviously, like, lost against Millwall and that kind of that killed everything off, really. So, yeah, just disappointing, really, because obviously you want to you wanna achieve things in, in your career and, and obviously getting promotions and being in playoffs is what it's all about. But, yeah, like I said, we just weren't good enough this season over the, over the course of the season. And, where you're finishing the tables, where you're supposed to be. Yeah. And um, looking back at that game against Millwall, because I didn't watch it, obviously, but from what I've heard and from what I've you know seen around on social media, it was just a weird game. Like, yeah. what, 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 what happened in, in that game? Like, looking at it after the fact stuff. Yeah, so we just, like, to be fair, they scored a goal and they're, they're, they're really strong defensively. They scored quite early, I think 15, 20 minutes. And then, yeah, it was just, we had like 60, I think 65% possession. Mm. Um, just couldn't break down their unit, couldn't, couldn't, score, just couldn't score a goal. And I think if we'd, have scored, if we'd have scored a goal, I think we'd have definitely gone on to win the game. You know, one of them games where you just need that first one and yeah. you just keep rolling with it. And yeah, we just couldn't get that goal. And kind of, it was kind of like a summary of our season in that one game, really, where we'd been so close. We've played like dominated the game and just not had enough to kind of to win the game really. And it doesn't matter how you do it. Millwall didn't have as much possession as us, but they won the game. And yeah. I think, like I said before, I've talked about Wickham. I think they were twenty third in possession in the whole of the league, and Imagine they're in the that. championship next season. So it just shows there's loads of ways to to win games, and there's no set way. Yeah. Imagine that next season. Next season, you're going to be up against the likes of Bio. So. Um, so He's he's so, definitely he's definitely peeling off onto you. Just yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm moving. I'm moving. <laughs> I, you know I'm a, I give it. I just let him have it to his feet. And let him <laughs> stay there. I ain't getting into a fight with him because it'd be embarrassing. Yeah, that's that's so like because you're obviously used to playing in you know playing against guys that go in behind and come short or whatever. But he's just a different a different. Like player to play against, do you get what I'm saying? Like, you can't, how, how do you even defend against stop that? what he does? No, you can't. Mm. You can't stop what he does. Like he, once he sets his body, that's it. That's like a tree that stood for 300 years. <laughs> you ain't moving. It's not going. So you just pointless trying. Mm. See, the thing is, he, he wants you to do it so we can do what he does. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, mm. you, you'd have to just. I don't even. I don't even know. To try find a different way, man. But it's definitely not trying to touch his body. 
As soon yeah, as his body I'm, feels you, you're in trouble. And the thing is, um, so I've, I've been to see him. He's been on my podcast a couple of times, and I've been to see him play a couple of times. And you see players, they they always feel like, like, like some defenders, that they're going to be the one to rough him up. They're going to be the one. And you see them battling with him, and he, he'll always get a free kick. He'll always yeah. get a free kick, or he'll just, just dominate you. Do you get what I'm saying? And sometimes I'm just yeah, thinking, it's... do you just, I don't know, like, what, what do you do? Like, it's, it's just, it's one of them ones where you can't leave him, but you just have to try your best and hopefully people understand that you are never going to win that one. Do you know what it is? I think it's like, you know, when you got like, because obviously Bale's like, he's up like, I don't know, is he 37 now, 36, 37? He might be, he might even be, might even be 38. Yeah, so like, you get these young defenders up and coming think, I have a million followers on Instagram, beast mode, yeah. I'm turning beast mode off and all that, do you know what I mean? You've got mm. people like that then. He's, he's been in Thank the game you. too long, too strong knows his stuff, do you know what I mean? Like he's in that but you always get people that wanna try and make a name for themselves and that's just one mm. challenge that you shouldn't take on. Yeah. It what, might what, be what you, like, no you definitely shouldn't. But speaking on that, um when you like come up against these young players who just wanna make a name for themselves and you know like how do you how do you play against them? Do you just look at them and think, okay I'm gonna teach you a lesson today because you've obviously got experience on your side now. So when you do come up against them, how do you approach it? Those players just want to make an name for themselves and just want to try to show you up. Sure, like for me, I just I, I've got massive respect for any player that plays in the leagues or mm. non-league. You know, to to be playing football and getting paid to do it. What I like, do you know what I mean? I've got massive respect for anyone. Obviously, yeah. when you come up against the young players, you get some of them that are like. Um, still, still boys, really. Do you know what I mean? They're just, they're mm. just young lads. Just, they've got a gift, but they're still young, a bit, not, not, not too switched on. But then you come up against some of them, and you think, raw, like this guy is, this guy's good. Do you know what I mean? And you try and like, for me anyway. Do you know what I mean? Getting older now, so you just try and give them a little kick early on, and mm. and hope that like makes them wilt. But some of them, they want it. Do you know what I mean? They, some of these young guys, they they want that. They want to, like you said, they want to show you up and. Yeah, just try and have the mentality that just try and use as much experience as I can, and try. I always try and watch the clips of the players before I play them, so I know like mm. what they like to do and don't like to do really. And yeah, sometimes it works, and sometimes you get shown up, and sometimes you got to hold your hand up and say, "You're going to be a good player." Do you know what I mean? And mm. is there? Well, I know. I think I know who you're going to say, but if there's a player who you come up against, a young one in the league this year, who you look at and think oh, it's going to be a tough day. Who, who who would you look at and think that? When you say when you say young, how old are you talking? Because Ben Rama, I don't know how old he is. Yeah, how old is he? I was about to. Say, yeah, I, I knew I knew you'd say him. I knew you'd say him, but um. Uh, look who's come one. on! Look who wants to say hello. Oh, for sake, bro! You, you you've had enough. You've had enough airplay, mate. Airtime, whatever you call yeah. it. Yeah, Eminem's come on. Hey, Brad, he's sleep. No, 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 he's. No, I was just I was just letting him know that that you called him parched. Who? You called him parched. Always always got questions, mate, for the manager. Hey, listen. Oh, Charlie. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Don't go for them bits. Yeah, them bits are right now. <laughs> hey, stop touching me, man. Right, social right, distance. Hey, social distance, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like I'd say. He said you wearing the hat because your hairline's that. Nah, it's, it's all right. Never. Yeah, that's strong. Yeah, Never. That's strong. Never. 
Yeah, yeah. I'd say Ben Rama to be fair, because he's he's a special, special player to be honest. I think he's gonna if he if Brentford don't get promoted, um, I think he'd be he's gonna be a, a, a serious problem even if he get when he gets to the Premier League because he's a Premier League player for sure. Yeah, he's he's um he's twenty four. I'm I'm seeing it here. So yeah, everyone who I speak to in regards to the champ who plays in the Champions League, they always mention him. Always. Best player this season, best for me, best player in this in the in the league this season. Mm. Um, yeah. Obviously, Ollie Watkins is doing his thing. Um, you got that Pereira from West Brom, like you know, good young players, like just no fear, playing like playing with confidence. I, mm. I love seeing it. Do you know what I mean? But not when it's on the same pitch as me, man. I just yeah. keep, them, keep them boys away from me, man. I think um, I think Oli, when I spoke to him, he he said Pereira as well. Actually, he said yeah. Pereira. I've not really seen much of of Pereira this this year, but um, I always said my 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 favourite players in the champ, um, Ben Rama, Oli, and um, Calvin Phillips. Calvin Phillips probably my favourite, but um, yeah, he's he's top top mm. player. Yeah, you're man. gonna get promoted with Leeds now as well. They they obviously only need I think they need a point in the next two games and. I can't see how they're not going to get that. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. Big, I think big I think it's about time as well. I think it's about time. Yeah. What a, what a club. <laughs> is, is that Fred? Yeah. Oh. Something wrong with him, you know. Wait, I don't know what's wrong with him. He, he doesn't he doesn't do this much talking on a, on his own flipping podcast and he's bloody. That, that, that's what's about. We're not, he don't speak. He just sits there. Now he's coming yeah, on my it, podcast. Now it's ruining my thing. Exactly. Just he just sits there, just bloody trying to look cute, and he don't, he's so far <laughs> from cute, mate. But um, yeah, obviously, um, you said Leeds are going to get promoted. I'm looking at the table now. Yes, they're definitely going to do it. Obviously, they need a point. And um, Brentford are not giving up, mate. Nah, they've had some comeback since the break. Mm. And to be honest, I want I want Brentford to come up because I just. I just like Brentford and their London club, and obviously Ben Rama and um, Oli play there. So I do think they would. Um, I, I do want them to go up. So if you had to pick, so Cardiff right now, as it stands, Cardiff, Nottingham Forest, Fulham, Brentford are in the playoffs. Who would your bet be to get promoted out of them in the playoffs? Oh, see, I think I think I think Brentford might still go for a mic, you know. Depends on obviously how the I, how the West Brom game goes today. As yeah. it stands now with the table, I'd say I think Fulham. You know, think Fulham. Oh really? Just really? because I think whoever I think whoever misses out from Brentford and West Brom, not automatic, has gone. I, I think it'll be hard for them. Yeah, and mm. obviously, and Fulham have been there, done that playoffs before. They got some quality, like Mitrovic up top. Ooh, mm. Problem. They got yeah. some good players, so I think, I think they, I think the experience of the players that they've got, I think that that would be real, real good for them. Yeah, um, I think my my three to go up, ideally, would be Leeds, Brentford, and Fulham. Leeds, Brentford, and Fulham, hundred percent. I think Fulham just belong in the in the um, in the Premier League. Just been in F so long. Mm. Yeah, as 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 do Leeds. But how hard is it? Could you mention how if they don't make it into the um, that automatic thing, it's going to be hard for them? How hard is it to actually get yourself up to play when you know this? It's not that there's nothing to play for, but 
you know, you're not going to get promoted and, you know, you've achieved something or you've not, or you've missed out on something, but you've still got games to play. How hard is it mentally to get back to them? Because even like Liverpool, they've won the league now and you've seen yeah. their performances drop off. Is that a difficult thing to do? I think, like, from during, during the, like, after the thing, so during the week, it's hard, do you know what I mean? You've got to try and get yourself back going. Like, obviously, we missed out against Millwall with that training and you're like, like, what, what we missed out and it's disappointment and that and then but as soon as the game comes around mm. you don't have you don't have time to think like that do you know what I mean like because yeah. your own personal pride well me personally anyway like I don't like losing five aside on tra- in training do you know what I mean so when it comes to a game I definitely don't want to lose um, and obviously you've still got that obviously like you said Liverpool have won the league now and yeah their performance levels have dropped off but I think not, not saying it's right but they've earned the right now to mm. To do, to they don't do you know what I mean? They don't have to play at hundred. They've won the league. They've done. Yeah. They've done what they said to do at the beginning of the season. Now, obviously, I'm sure their players aren't going out on the pitch intentionally. Not. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Not doing it, but you know the difference when you've got when you're chasing the league. You might run that extra five yards. Then when you're not, they might not. And I'm not saying that's what Liverpool are doing. But yeah, yeah. That that is what that is what can happen. Um, but yeah, for me personally, I like. Once I get on that pitch and the ref throws the whistle, like it's game time. Do you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't matter whether I'm playing, like I said, in house eleven v eleven, just in the, at the training ground or a match day. I want, I want to win. Mm. Does it? Because now you're on not the back end because you're, you're you're still only thirty one. Is that your Yeah, back end, bro. <laughs> no, no, no. Back no, no. End, bro. I, 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 hey, I, 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 I was trying to, I was trying to be, I was trying to be polite there. <laughs> But, um, you've seen all these young pups coming through, man. 17, 18 years old, I'm back in now. Yeah, I know, but it's it's crazy because when you look at how you know the years have gone, and you're suddenly now on, you know, like the, the senior side of, of the team. That like, how does that work in your head? Like, how, how do you deal with that in regards to now being one of the senior members? Do you now start suddenly looking like, hold up, I have to look at like after football, or is it just business as usual? Nah, obviously, I've, I've, I started looking at life after football, I'd say, a couple of years ago, to be honest, um, just cool. trying to get ahead of it. Um, but yeah, like while I'm, when I'm in the building and I'm at the training ground, I'm business, it's business like football. Like, that's all I know. That's all I have known. Um, I'm trying to put things in place for after football, but I'm, you know, I'm kind of putting it in place when I'm away from the training ground. But then when I'm there, it's, cool. fo- like, it's only football. That's, that's all I've known. Um, cool. You know, I'm not stupid enough to think you can play till 50 years old. Do you know what I mean? There's going to be a time where someone says, nah, mate, out, you're done. Um, mm. But for me, I want to play as long as I can, even if it means like dropping down the leagues, going to non-league. Okay. Like, I just want to keep playing football for as long as I can. As long as my legs are allowing me to move, I want to be involved. And then, you know, when my body says enough's enough, then, then I'll stop. Yeah, I was, gonna, I was going to ask about that. if Because obviously you spent the majority of your career in championship and, you know, you played Premier League. And you had a couple seasons in League One before, but, like, if it came down to dropping down leagues, is that a thing in your mind where you're just like, nah, I can't do that? Or, like, because you know a lot of people, they'd much rather retire than drop down leagues. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. Saying? But, but with you, you'd much rather just, just keep it going. You ain't yeah, 100%, 100%. Like, I think... As long as someone wants you and you're still able to do a job, I'm not saying just drop down. You, you can't just, anyway, you can't just drop down the leagues and just be like, I'm playing, I'm, look what I've done. Like, people don't care mm. what you've done. 
Yeah. You, you know what I mean? What you've done last season, no one cares about. So what you've done 10 years ago, people certainly don't care about. Um, but I just want to keep playing. I love football. Like I said, it's all I've known since I was a kid. I've just been you know, lucky enough to be at Wolves from like the age of seven. Mm. So in that age, all I've done is play football. Um, and this is, this is my dream, do you know what I mean? And as stupid as it might, might sound, I don't want to let it go by just walking away and saying, nah, I'm not going down the leagues. Like, it's just to play football and to be paid and for fans to come to a game and watch and, you know, want to see their team, like, that's, that's an honour for me. So, mm. um, you know, I started off my career, obviously, at Wolves, went on loan to, like, League Two and League One. Um, you know, I've got no shame in, in going back there and I think, you know, by the time that happens or when that happens, I, I'd like to think I'd still have a part to play in the team and whether that's every match in the games or whether that's just passing on my experiences that I've had in football to, like I said, the young players coming through, the the next 17, 18-year-old that's coming through on loan from a big club, even if I can just guide them or give them one piece of advice that they take and it makes them think a little bit different or kicks them on in their career, then, you know, I want to try and help a team or as many players as I can, really. Yeah, it's, it's, just, it's just sounding like I'm just trying to ship you off to a non-league team now but, but <laughs> hopefully hopefully you still got you still got um, a while to go but do you still look at you know football and everything else that comes with it the same because when you were young you know travelling staying in hotels it, it was like oh yeah we're doing this we're going this. but now you're now that you're older you've been there done that you know do you still look at look at football as yes like I love it or do, is it now a job because of you know the away games and like now you're staying away from home and everything like how, yeah. how do you look at it is it still the same for you yeah like obviously perspective changes as you get older anyway that's like mm. life never knowing football um obviously when you're a kid like 17 and the manager says oh you're traveling to the away game but you're not going to be on the bench when mm. i was at wolves that happened to me and i'm like yeah 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 i can't wait getting on the bus making everyone cups of tea and that do you know what i mean like just buzzing to do it um, obviously, when you get older, you, like you think your priorities change in your life. So obviously, yeah. I've got a young family. So, um, but yeah, like I still love football. Do you know what I mean? But there's things that you learn along the way that you maybe don't like about football that you never knew when you were younger. Because all it's about when you're 17, 18, 19 is just playing, play, play, play. Mm. But then you go through the different stages. So like I've had bad injury and things like that. Things happen, and you, you get obviously you don't fall out of love with it but there's things that don't you don't like about certain sides of football um and yeah I've, obviously i've been been through them bits but yeah i still love i still love everything about the, do you know what i mean just going into the dressing room on a daily basis mm. and the banter with the lads just everything like that I, I still love it yeah what what are the lows for you i know you had an injury at norwich i think you did actually yeah. a bad one you did right yeah yeah i, I did my I acl it. yeah yeah, and um, funny enough, not not to make it about me, I've done my MCL right now. Have you, yeah? Yeah, but MCL's not as, um, not as bad as, nah, as the ACL. the inside one, isn't it? The inside. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so I'm nah, doing that now. So I'm trying horrible, to... Horrible, innit? Oh, I flipping hate it, man. And I'm like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's annoying because I can still run. So yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. So in my head, I'm just thinking, just keep doing it, keep doing it. And right now, I'm in the thing where I'm trying to cut down the weight that I put on during lockdown. So I'm, I'm doing a lot of... Do you know Jamie Lawrence by any chance? Yeah, well, I don't, I don't know him personally, but I follow him on Instagram and I see what he's doing because I think 
Like he's he's someone I've got a lot of respect for, even though I don't know him. Mm. Just hearing his story, seeing what he does with like the young the young players around London, and yeah, I think yeah, you know, I got so a, I got a lot so of time I, for him. I've been with Jamie since I was about eighteen. So before really? I went pro, yeah, before I went pro, I, he got me fit and whatever. And now I'm back with him. The last week, literally, I've been coming home and just sleeping straight. I'm not yeah. like. His fitness is is no joke. Is so you I've, want I've some of the embarrassing videos he does? Yeah, like, there's a couple of me from the from the last couple of days, mate. There's when a couple of people dancing. Touch. Yeah, have you seen the funny one with off the chest? <laughs> <laughs> nah, he's he's too funny, man. Big up Jamie. But yeah, your um ACL, what was that like for you when you, when you spent that long outside? How long were you gone for? Um, so I did it on the first game of the season mm. at Norwich in the Premier League. We played in Everton and um, uh, we drew 2-2 and like I did it in the 70th minute, I think. But I played the yeah. rest of the game. Yeah. I come in after, yeah, carried on. I came in after the game. I was like, oh, my knee's a bit sore. But like, I oh, will send you for a scan tomorrow. Went for a scan and I got a phone call that night to say, yeah, like done your ACL. You booked in on Tuesday to get it done. I'm like, like devastated. Do you know what I mean? Playing yeah. in the Premier League, I think it was my third season. So it would have been my yeah. third season in the Premier League. Just looking forward to the start of the season, do all the hard work in pre-season, and then someone says, "Look, like you're done." Do you know what I mean, like that's you for the season, really. Oh. Um, luckily, like I still had another year on my contract, and they they were offering me a new one anyway. Oh. With like like big up to like Chris Hewitt and Norwich for they 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 stuck by what they offered me and still offered it me, even though they knew I wasn't going to be around for a year. So. Um, yeah, like that, that was that was like comforting really to know that I didn't like I wasn't under big big pressure to to rush anything. Yeah, um, and then I ended up coming back. I think seven months after just in training, playing under 23s games, and then I actually made my I was on the bench against Chelsea, second last game of the season, mm. and then came on for half an hour in the last game of the season against Arsenal. So yeah, it was like. It was good that I managed to get back before the end of the season, do you know what I mean? Just so it wasn't like completely done. But yeah, that put a massive yeah, like a massive dent in my career, to be honest. I missed a whole year of football. And then even after the injury, it took me a long time, do you know what I mean? Just to get back to kind of normal, do you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. More like when you miss that much football, just your whole body, the way your muscles move, everything just wasn't wasn't working like how it should be, really. Yeah, um, and I've I've always said that like since I've since I've come back from breaking my leg, I've not been the same player since, and that's not because I don't like to play football anymore. But like you said, the mechanisms of your body are it's it's all off. Do you get what I'm yeah. saying? And, and would, did you ever feel in your head that like you're not going to be the same player? Yeah, like, so I, obviously I try to kid myself so I'll be back. They asked me in the physio room, how you feeling? I'm like, yeah, yeah, good. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. The manager would call me in the office. You ready? Yeah, you, you, you ready to be involved? I'm like, yeah, I'm ready, boss. Put me in, put me in. Just because I'm desperate to play football. Mm. But in the back of my mind, knowing I'm not ready. Like, And now looking back on it, I think I was so far off ready. Do you know what I mean? And I'm, But then selfishly, you want to just be involved and want to be back around it. And then you just you missed out on so much stuff. You want to be back. And then, but really, I probably won't do myself justice. Do you know what I mean? Because I'm back and I'm not giving 100% of me. And I, if I'd have just took a little bit longer, maybe, or just trained for 
couple of months before wanting just to be thrown back into the lion's den. Do you know what I mean? But uh, so you obviously you learn these things going through them. Um, yeah. But yeah, like it was a it was a it was a bad time for me to be honest, just because. No one wants to be out that long. No one wants to miss football. Um, but it gave me like a new, you know, like sometimes when you're at training and you've had a bad session or you, and you go home and you're like, ah, oh, football, man, do my head in and this, that, this, that. Mm. We're going through that injury. Like you said, you broke your leg, so you'll know where I'm coming from. I was getting into that mindset where I was thinking, I ain't never going to moan about football, like a bad mm. session. I'd do anything to be outside now, doing set pieces for an hour. Yeah. Just set pieces. Nothing else, just being out there, kicking a the ball. Um, so it gave me like a whole new, like a different mindset, really. Just thinking every day you're playing and you get the chance to train, it's a blessing. Yeah. Um, and I'd like to think if you spoke to the lads or Jono or whatever, that they'd say, like, I've, I'm always kind of upbeat around the place just because I think that gave me like a new perspective. Yeah. You guys actually played together at Norwich as well, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, yeah, we signed together at the same time. Uh, in 2011, I think. Um, obviously, spent four years together at Norwich. Then, mm. obviously, he went to Derby for four years. And then, yeah, just obviously back together now in at Blackburn. Yeah. If you were... Read this a random question. If you're getting subbed off now... Wait, who's, who's the vice-captain? Uh, Darryl Lenahan. Okay, cool. Let's say he's not on the pitch. If you're getting subbed off now... And you had to pick anyone to give the armband to. Who do you give it to? <laughs> oh, in the team now? I'm trying to think. Depends who's on the pitch. Like, if DG's on the pitch, Danny Graham. Oh, yeah, yeah. Giving it Danny Graham straight. Mm. If he's not on the pitch, probably give it to Stuart Downing, to be honest. Yeah. What's he like Just playing? Cause... What's he like to, to play with? Sick. <laughs> Listen. He's like obviously he's thirty six now. He is, inc- like I'd have loved to have played with him in his prime. Obviously, mm. I was never good enough to play with him in his prime because he was playing at Liverpool, England, West. Yeah, you know I mean, like mm. he's had an incredible career, and yeah, like even in training and games, we still just see the quality. Do you know what I mean? The vision, mm. first touch, never looks like he's under pressure. Yeah, like, and obviously he was when he coming through when he was growing up, left winger, tricky, fast. Mm. Right winger at Villa, playing for us now, centre midfield, like just bossing games. Do you know what I mean? Just because his brain's so many steps ahead. But yeah, and, and do you know what? What an unbelievable person. Mm. You know, like you get some players that have done a lot of things in their career and they're a bit arrogant, cocky, like mm. not approachable. This guy, like for the things that he's done in his career, you you can sit and have a. I've, I've done, we've all done it. Do you know what I mean? It's just a normal, normal kid from up north. Like, do you know what I mean? He just seems like he just, whenever I have seen him play for you guys, it's not that he's not bothered, but it just seems like, like nothing bothers him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like but just... I think that just comes from the guys played for England, man. Like mm. 90,000 people at Wembley. He's played, he's been to the World Cup with England. Like that's, yeah. that's pressure. Do you know what I mean? For him now, he's 36. He's thinking, it's just football. Like he's just enjoying whatever time he's got left on the pitch. And I think, He's earned, like I said, he's earned, like I was saying before, he's earned the right to, to be that way, do you know what I mean? Because he's been mm. through the pressures of football, he's lived it, he played for his country, he's played for Liverpool, like, he played for Liverpool, man. Mm. The guys played for Liverpool. And you can tell that, like, just the standards are still there, obviously. Yeah, like, his standards are a joke. Like, he's, he's still, 
every, you don't lose them things that he's got. Do you know what I mean? Obviously, mm. you lose a bit of pace and that. But even his fitness is mad. Yeah. He's, the guy's 36 and he's still unbelievably fit. Do you know what I mean? It's not like he's lasting the, the running mm. tests or nothing like that. He's still right up there. Yeah. Oh, no. I, I love that, man. Um, where are we now? So, what, what I did want to ask you, because I was watching um, Arsenal the other day, obviously support Arsenal against Liverpool and I was praying for that water break not because the players looked tired but just because we were under pressure and everything yeah since <laughs> since um since the water break thing has come into it do you look like in your mind if you if you're up against it do you kind of pray for the water break yeah because it's like a stop it's like a it's like a time tactical isn't it? like a tactical stop. yeah the managers then come out everyone's talking you got like a minute or whatever it is and obviously, mm. if you drag it on for a minute and a half, the refs ain't going to do... Like, you can't start the game without the team. Yeah. And it's just like... It just gives you, like, a bit of a chance to regroup, try and reset something that the manager's screaming to get on while the mm. game's going on. But while there's a natural stoppage, it's easy for them to... Do you know what I mean? Kind of get the message across. Yeah, because I was looking at it and I was thinking, the players don't need water, surely. Like, they're, they're good. And, and I always, when I'm watching the match, just think, OK, the water break's coming. Just get to the water break and... In my head, it's literally just a, a tactical thing. So I, I just wanted to ask you about that, just to see yeah, while you're yeah. on the pitch, while you're on the pitch, you also have that, you know, that 100%. mentality. Mm. 100%. But does it also? Oh, Huddersfield just scored. Have they? Yeah. Two There's one. the door for Brentford, boy. Two-one Huddersfield. The, the door's a little bit open for Brentford now. Yeah, I like their managers, the the, the Cali, the the, the Cali guys. Yeah, they've done well. They've done well. Like everything yeah. where they've come from, everything. Yeah, no, they're, they're, they're really, really good. But um, do you watch, you know, do you still get to watch a lot of the, you know, championship games? You know, obviously, it's, it's the league you're in. Or do you just look out for scores? No, nah, obviously, if I'm, at, if I'm at home, like, obviously, at the minute, there's a lot of games on every day, so you can watch football Thursday, Friday, you know what I mean? There's mm. no day you can't watch football now. So yeah. I try and watch as much as I can, but then I also have, like, a, a bit of a time in, my, in the day where I always think, I've done that today, do you know what I mean? Like, I need yeah. something that, like, family, like, my missus, I need just a bit of, like, just not, just not football, do you know what I mean? Just to switch mm. off uh, a bit, knowing that the next day you're going into football and it all starts again, so. Yeah, yeah but I, if, I, if I'm not watching a game, I'm always, like, looking for the score anyway, so. Mm. It was it was Emil Smith-Rowe that scored, the Arsenal man. Love Arsenal that. boy, yeah. Yeah, um, because the reason why I asked that, because what were you thinking the other the other day when, you probably turned around and saw that Wigan were beating Hull and it was that like 7-0 at half-time. Mad. Yeah, <laughs> we, we were just, we were getting ready to go out and someone must have said, I think one of the, one of the staff must have said, oh, it's 7-0 and we're like, what, the game finished? And I'm like, he's like, no, half-time. And we're like, Crazy. but we, since that thing's happened with Wigan, they've been, they've been flying. Mm. Flying. I think they've only lost once to, to Brentford, which, Obviously, anyone can well, lose to them. So. Oh, the administration. Yeah, yeah, like and obviously um, the threat of the twelve points and that, but it looks like yeah, they could yeah. even take twelve points off them and the way they're playing and they might stay up anyway. So, yeah, it's a massive result that. But you, you guys played them, didn't you? Yeah, we played them. Yeah, yeah we lost. Yeah. Yeah, how did um, Sam Morsey do? I guess yeah, you. yeah. I've known Sammy for years. Like he's from like near me. Um, mm. I was best friends with his brother at school and that. And um, yeah, he's just what he is, man. He's always been the same. Like, 
he'd kick, he'd kick his mum if she was on the pitch against him. <laughs> he'd kick his mum, I'm telling you. But like, listen, good player. Mm. You know what you get. It's a manager's dream, really, because you know exactly what you're going to get from it every week. He plays his game. He's like a little lieutenant on the pitch. He's like, mm. you know what I mean? The manager send him out there, say, he's like, you wind, the manager must wind him up before a game, say, kick him, do that, do that. He just goes out there and does what he gets told. Yeah, I think with him, like you said, he is a, he is a manager's dream. I think, obviously, managers can only do so much and then it's up to the players. But then he's yeah. literally the embodiment of the manager on the pitch. Yeah, he's like a manager on the pitch. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, do, I do like him a lot. I'm going to get him on the podcast, actually. I'm going to get him on the podcast. So, um, looking back at your time in the Premier League, um, what was that like for you growing up? You know, obviously you've always wanted to be, you know, a professional footballer and you get to the Premier League. What was it like that moment you, you stepped out as a Premier League player? Just surreal, really. Like, all dreams come true. Everything you work for, like, throughout when you're a kid. Um, mm. And obviously, like, a, like a massive special moment for my family. Because yeah. obviously coming through, you, your mum and dad, you know, go through so much, getting you to football, driving you here, there and everywhere. Mm. Um, obviously providing me boots and all that kind of stuff. And that was just like a big, like a big celebration for me for, and for my family. Do you know what I mean? Just to, to see, like, uh, all the hard work's kind of... not. I'm not saying paid off, but... I admit, like, do you know what I mean? I'm not a name in the Premier League. I'm, but I've had, I've been fortunate enough to, to play what if to play one game. I think special. Do you know what I mean? And I think I ended up playing 50, 60 games, which I'm like massively proud of. But yeah, just a real proud moment. And I think the biggest pride I've had really, which is going to sound mad, yeah, is seeing myself on match of the day. <laughs> now, honestly, because like you know, when you're a kid, yeah, they were not a, like when I was a kid, like. I never had all Sky Sports and all that nonsense, so I wasn't watching football all the time. Do you know what I mean? I used to have to mm. wait till 10.30, 10.25 if I was still awake. Match yeah. the day, when's it on? When's it on? Not listening to the news just literally two minutes before, so I don't know the scores, so it's like watching the games. Mm. Um, yeah, and then to finally see myself on there, like, yeah, that was a big moment for me, to be honest. Was that right before they started dragging you? <laughs> <laughs> Just before, <laughs> who's who's like from your time in, in the Premier League? Who can you remember as being a player that you were just like, oh, like were you ever coming out on the pitch thinking, like you're actually starstruck with, with certain players? Obviously, I'm like a, I've always, I've been like a Man United fan in it from as a kid. So mm. obviously, on the walking out Old Trafford against Evra, Vidic, Ferdinand. Mm. Rooney, do you know what I mean? That's skulls. That's yeah. big gigs. Like these players that I'm like, I've spent my whole life just looking up to. And now I'm playing against you and I'm walking out and there's uh, crazy, crazy, yeah. like, the craziest feeling. But um, the best player, the, most, the player I was most impressed with, just I think like David Silva. Do you know what? Everyone keeps saying David Silva. I think, I think Bradley said that. Someone else said that to me. I think Cyrus Christie. Cyrus, when he played against Man City, said that as well. And it's just, imagine all the players you play against, but they all say David Silva. What is it about David Silva? 
I think there's other players, right? Listen, when I play against Suarez, he scored about 100 goals against Norwich. So, oh, yeah. You know I mean? <laughs> there's players like that, Gareth Bale, Modric, you know what I mean, like the crazy players, like these. But I think for me, like just pure football, obviously, you've got to play. There's a lot of players that get a lot of like of the, not glory, but do you know what I mean? They score the goals. So everyone's like, mm. oh, I want to be like him. And I understand that. But just from a pure football, you can't touch him, you can't tackle him. He's all little and that. And you think, oh, Someone's just going to body him today. You can't get your body near him to get. Do you know what mm. I mean? Always knows where space is. Wait a pass, first touch, just everything about him. Just, just oh, I don't even know. I don't even know how to explain it. Do you know what I mean? I don't yeah. know how you learn to play football like that. Mm. Yeah, I don't he's, even know he's where you. Some you're... player, and he's he's leaving Man City now, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's gonna go. But what was it like playing against Suarez, knowing the guy always bags against you, though? Nightmare, you know. <laughs> Do you know what it is, right? Because the games, yeah, you're thinking, ah, oh, like, he's quiet. We're, we're doing all right. We're doing all right. Then the guy will, like, nutmeg someone with their legs closed. Somehow. <laughs> ricochet, ricochet, through. Goal. Or mm. the ball's rolling across the halfway line. Man's just hitting it, going in. You're thinking, mm. what is that? Like, <laughs> what's he doing? Yeah. Every single time, though. Like, hat- I think he scored two hat-tricks against Norwich, so. Mm. Yeah. yeah. He, he he took you lot for whipping back. He must have known. Whenever he whenever he saw you lot's name on the on the um, on the TV coming up as fixtures or whatever, he must have thought, okay, that's three goals for me. Like <laughs> that's what it felt. Us. That's what mm. that's what it felt like. You know, that's what it felt like. Yeah, um, you guys don't have um, VAR in the um, championship. You don't, right? No, you don't. I'm pretty sure you don't. No, no. Are you happy about that? When you look at yeah. how it's gone, you are. I'm you don't like it. Yeah. You don't like it at all. Nah. I, listen, I think I think the idea is good, mm. and I think it could be you. I think it could be used for really good use. I just think the way that it's being used, I don't, I don't like it. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't like it as well. I'm, um, I think what I don't like most is that it takes the, it takes the referee out the game. And yeah, I, I know, you might, I know, might well not be on there. You might yeah, well not be on there. And I know certain refs. Uh, they look at it because I've heard I've heard a couple of refs speak about it on different podcasts or whatever, and it's almost like they're afraid to make a decision because VAR might just overrule them and everything. Yeah, Do you get what I'm saying. And on top of yeah. that, there's no consistency. Nah, that's what I mean. I like the pure. See, I like the purity of football. So, mm. rep players are human, so they can make mistakes. Refs are human; they can make mistakes. I like that about it. And even though it goes against you sometimes. Mm. In a majority of times in a season, I know everyone says it, cliche and that, it evens itself out. So you might not get a penalty next, like last week, but you'll get one in three weeks that you probably shouldn't have got. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Whereas now, like I think, like I said, I think the VAR, the, the idea behind it is good mm. for certain things. So, but I don't think they're using it right. So if there's a tackle in the box and the game stops because the ref thinks it might be a penalty, you've got a screen at the side of the pitch. Forget the mm. man it wherever he is because he's not involved yeah. in the game. Run to the screen, look at it with your own eyes and say, penalty or not penalty. Mm. At least you're making the decision then. And at yeah. least everyone in the stadium can say, well, he's looked at it, he's the ref, either side, not waiting four, five, three, four, five minutes for someone that isn't even in the ground, has got no attachment to the game in terms of like, hasn't seen the tackle live, do you know what I mean? Not just, mm. just watching it on a screen making a decision because I think it just like you said it undermines the refs 
And yeah. I think people would have a lot more respect for the for VAR as a system and the refs if that was used in that way. Yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. You spoke quite passionately about that one. I don't know if you... If I don't like it. I just don't like it. Just, it just, I just don't like it, you know. It's just... A, it just. I just think it's like... It's just ruining... I think it's just ruining the experience when you're watching the game as well. Yeah, I, I don't like it at all. Like, even the things of, you know, players score and even if they know it's a legit goal, they still look at the line. They don't know whether or not to celebrate and... Celebrate, and, yeah. And then you've got the, the millimetres with offsides and just let it go. Do you know what I mean? Just, 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 just let it go. And I don't like, like I said, the inconsistency. So, did you see the Enketia challenge the other week? Yeah, yeah. Did you think that was a sending off? I think it's harsh. Exactly. And but then it's down to interpretation. So, another person might have thought it's harsh if it weren't in the VAR, man. But that one man at that time thinks red card. Then flip forward two weeks' time, there's another tackle similar. I think it was on an Arsenal player as well last week. Similar sort of tackle. Was it on an Arsenal player? If, I know there was one in the... Was it United match? Or in Southampton? Romeo did it to someone. Tarkovsky, Tarkovsky, whatever his name, did it to someone. But it might have been... No, there was one in the Arsenal... I can't remember. I can't remember who it was. But then it doesn't... But it doesn't do you know what I mean? But then they don't get sent off. And then that's the people's frustration. It's like... It's the exactly. same... If it's exactly. the same as that one, send them all off. If you're going to do it, everyone, no one minds if it's the same. Yeah, Leeds been promoted, by the way. Cause, oh, because West Brom lost. Yeah, so they've been promoted. They said it there. So Leeds are now in the, in the Premier League. Yeah. Good addition to the Premier League. Trust me. I'd, I'd have them in the league over bloody um, Norwich right now, to be, to be totally honest with you. Um, oh, yeah, so looking at that Norwich team that way now, because obviously you've got Norwich um, ties. What do you think... Obviously, you're not the manager or whatever, but what do you think was their undoing this, this season? If you, if you look back at how their season went, what do, you, what do you look back on and think, you know what, they could have done this better, this should have happened, from your personal point of view? Obviously. Yeah, I think, I think, look, they've got a lot of young players, a lot of good young players that have done really well, even this season, even though they got relegated. Um, look, I think, obviously, they ain't spent much money, which... Coming up to the Premier League, not many people do well doing it that way. Mm. Um, but I also think they've not gone kind of the way Fulham have gone and Aston Villa have gone and spent basically all the money from the Premier League. Yeah. And then, you know, obviously Fulham end up getting relegated. Villa are, you know, close, you know, in the in the relegation zone now. I think Norwich are just trying to do it, try to do it in a sensible way where they're looking after the future of the club. Um, but you know, obviously, fans don't want to hear that. Do you know what I mean? Fans want yeah, the team yeah. to spend money when they got promoted. You know, we worked hard to get promoted, so let's stay here. Um, I can see it from both arguments, to be honest. Um, and then I think the way, you know the way they play, mm. when it when it works, it's unbelievable, and it works in the Championship, and it works some games in the Premier League. But I think in the Premier League, you have to have another way of playing. If that's not working for you on a consistent basis, you need to try something else. And you know, fair play to the manager. He's stuck to his principles. He's been brave with it, but then they've ended up getting relegated. So, you know, is is that a, is that a triumph or a failure? Mm. I, I'm asking you that question because I don't want to put myself out there with that. But I think <laughs> you know, if if you look at it, if you said to any Norwich fans, would you have rather what's happened or we played an ugly style of football and stayed up on the last day by a point? I guarantee 
yeah. every single one of them would say ugly by a point. So, yeah. You know, Do you think it's going to be hard to to keep hold of their players? Like, so you've yeah. got the Campwells, you've got the Buendias. Mm, not, I think Pukki will stay there, to be honest. But, yeah, those, and Godfrey, uh, especially. Yeah. Um, do you think it's going to be hard for him to keep holding in place? Yeah, of course. Like, look, if, you, if you're a young lad um, and you do well in the Premier League and have an impact, especially when, I think when there's that top five chances created in the Premier Ooh, League. He's, he's a good player. Yeah. yeah, I know. And they finished bottom of the league. So imagine him in a team that finishes mid-table or, mm. do you know what I mean? Them chances aren't going to be created. They're going to be assists. Yeah. More time. So I think, yeah, it's going to be hard for them to keep him because if you do well, and you get relegated, the players want to stay playing in the Premier League because they've had a taste of it. And clubs are going to be sniffing around and circling, saying, look, we like what he's done last year, we want him. But I think, you know, Norwich, from their point of view, they won't be under any pressure to sell because they ain't spent the money that they had for going up. So mm. in terms of like finance, it's not like they're going to have to sell off their... Like, like Villa have spent £140 million. Now, if they mm. get relegated, do they have to sell Jack Grealish? Probably, just to recoup some money that they spent that didn't work out, do you know what I mean? So, mm. yeah, I think, I, think, I think they'll lose players. It's inevitable when you go get relegated. If some players have done well, you're going to lose players. But I don't think they'll have to sell all of them. Yeah. Um, and obviously, it won't be for cheap, for cheap money because they won't need to sell them for cheap. Yeah, no, definitely. But um, I, I think they'll, they'll struggle to keep hold of like, the Campbells and the Godfrey's. And, yeah. Yeah, 100%. and Wendy's. And, and I think Puki. No disrespect to Puki, but I think Championship is... No, no, I'm not going to say Championship is, is his level. But I, I think, because they know he could get goals in the Championship... Yeah. See, I, that's think what I, just... I think that's what I mean. Like, I think if they're going to sell players, they'll, be, they'll, they'll decide which ones are going. Yeah. Now, I think mm. they know what Puki did in the Championship, so why would you sell him? Mm. When you could sell, yeah. potentially, another player for good money still, knowing that mm. you could... Maybe buy two or three additions with that money, but keep yeah. your goal scorer that you know is going to score your goals. Obviously, that's that. Well, obviously, I'm not involved at Norwich. I don't know what they're going to do, but yeah. if I was playing football manager, that's what I'd do. Yeah, hundred <laughs> um, percent. Yeah. So before we, we wrap up, um, when's the new season starting? Because there's two there's two games left for you. Well, by the time this comes out, there'll probably be one game left for you. But um, and then the season's done for you. But when is it back? Is it September for you guys as well? Yeah, apparently, yeah. We don't know an exact, exact date yet, but they're talking about um, the first couple of weeks in September. So, yeah, just have to wait and see when when they tell us we're back. Literally, that's going to give you probably about two, three weeks off. Yeah, two, three weeks off. Yeah, that's it. And then back to it. And then that's so crazy. That, that, is, that is so crazy. But then again, you've had however many months off. And, you know, yeah. pre-season, it's, it's hardly going to be like a pre-season. Right. It won't be the same as normal now. I think we'll yeah. probably have like two or three weeks off, and then maybe three or four weeks of a less of a pre-season, and then mm. yeah, and then we'll okay, cool. To it. And um, apparently, it's still going to be five subs next year as well. So I don't know how you feel about yeah, five I see subs. That, yeah. yeah, I don't know how you feel about that. It benefits the better teams. Mm. So the teams at the top of the league with the big budgets with the big squads, obviously, it benefits them massively. Um, but I think it might be good for lower like oh. lower league teams and stuff like that because it's giving <laughs> yeah he's mad it's giving um like you you got a chance for young lads to get on the bench where when it's seven subs seven subs but three can come on 
The manager might be reluctant to maybe put a young lad on the bench, whereas now it's nine, you could have your seven senior kind of players and two young lads that might get five minutes in the game, ten minutes in the game. Vital mm. experience for young players to to be involved in first team squads where where they might never have been before. So yeah, yeah I think it might be a benefit as well to it's definitely gonna be a benefit for young players, I think. Yeah. Um right. <laughs> Who would your Player of the season be for Blackburn if you had to pick one. Who's your vote going to for players? Player of the season, Adam Armstrong. Okay. okay. Yeah. That's that's not just for his goal against Cardiff, right? <laughs> nah, nah. That's just for his pure goal. Like he's been a massive source of goals. Uh, obviously, we lost Bradley that with an injury, mm. um, and obviously he would have been uh, up there because he's an incredible football player. Um, but Armstrong kind of took that mantle on himself to get yeah. the goals for the club and. Yeah, he's another one like young young player coming through, and he's gonna be you gonna have a big big career in the game. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, Benno, this has been good. No, thanks you know. for having me on, man. Yeah, I've, I've been trying to get you for ages, but every time I ask Bradley, he says you're not interested. So no, I'm joking. Yeah, no, don't listen to him. He's a no, no, he doesn't. He doesn't say that. <laughs> he doesn't say that. I, I told him to get you on, and literally, I was thinking, how have I not had him on? And they're like, he's right there. So let me just let me just get you on, and um, it's been good, and I um, hope you've enjoyed it. No, I've enjoyed um, it. Yeah, hopefully this episode won't put too many people to sleep, man. I mean, <laughs> I, I I was definitely struggling to stay awake, but <laughs> hey, I told you, man, I can talk, man, I can talk. No, 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 you're good, man, you're good, but um, <laughs> no, you're good, but de- definitely um, when all this finishes, all this lockdown and everything, and you know, we'll link up properly, and you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But um, yeah, so thanks for that. Um, guys, thanks, keep yeah. liking, subscribing, sharing. Stay there. Keep liking, subscribing, sharing and all of that. Um, any questions you have for him, just let him know or get at me. Um, if, if, it would, if it put you to sleep, just send in disease and, um, <laughs> and it would be cool. So, um, but yeah, until next time, we're out. Stay there.